0: How much time till we're on?
1: on, Ron! What? We're on the air right now.
0: Oh. <coughs> I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going
2: on
1: in your world tonight.
3: Fakia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. And World Gym, trained for the sport you play. This is Sports Day.
2: Yeah, welcome to Sports Day. We're coming to you live from Seabus Stadium for the Gold Coast Titans up against the West Tigers, round 15 of the NRL. Scotty Sadler and Matty Rogers. And welcome to all the listeners to the Super Radio Network, 1620 on the Gold Coast, also SEN Track, SEN Fanatic on the app and also the podcast. Welcome to the show for a Thursday night. As we said, round 15 of the NRL. And here on the Gold Coast, beautiful weather and don't know what to expect from this game tonight, but I think sometimes these games, when clubs have got so much to play for, sitting down the bottom of the ladder, they uh, they usually unshackle themselves and, and score a lot of points. As we at the present, we're watching the first couple of minutes of the NRL Schoolboy Cup game, which over the years, of course, has been called the Commonwealth Bank Cup, the Arrival Live Cup, the GIO Cup, as between Kibra Park and marsden state high school maddie rogers welcome to the show
4: yeah thanks that's well, what about the size of some of these <laughs> kids that, well they're all kids they're, all, they're school kids they're, yep. they are monsters well we're that big well i was i'm not i'm not that big now how but heavy they, were you in yeah. year 12 i was 65 kilos yeah they would have eaten you up these kids oh mate oh, i wouldn't get a look in yeah they're no. massive humans <clears throat> massive mate. humans yeah, impressive. A lot, 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 of, lot of great young talent on display tonight, and, and some great young talent on display later. I I, I, was, I was looking at the Titans lineup and I was thinking, is this the future that we're looking at here? Is this the spine that we'll see the Titans play with long term? With Jaden Campbell at six, AJ Brimson at the back. Is this, you know, I mean, Jaden Campbell just re signed. He wants to play in the sixth jersey. Um, well, we're going to be speaking to Kieran Foreign a little bit later. So. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he'd like to uh hold on to that number six jersey for some time. He's got another year, hasn't he? It'd mm. yeah. Be interesting to see like if if, if Jaden comes out tonight and has an absolute blinder and um that that he potentially could have, yep. um, does he get his spot back?
2: Yeah. Yeah, well as you said, Kieran Fauren, he's gonna join us in the commentary box in about ten or fifteen minutes to talk about tonight's game and about his careers thus far and um and also the influence he's having on these young players because he's got a very young side, this Titans side, and they're going up against the Tigers side who have shown a fair bit of promise over the last four or five weeks. So it's, it's quite an interesting game. It was a stinker of a game this game last year mm. at Seabus Stadium. We called the game. The Titans scored on full time, if you can remember. It looked like the Tigers were finally going to get a win after a number of weeks without a win, and, and the Titans stole it right on full time.
4: I'm just uh, here for Watch. That's it. Yeah, twelve, 12 watch. Alex Twelve. Yeah, you
2: win some and lose more. I'm gonna get on Alex 12 tonight. For <laughs> first try score yeah. or any anytime,
4: any, any, any never time. Never first
2: time, but <laughs> time try score. You know when he
4: actually scores, he'll be first. <laughs> oh 12 watch. I love it.
2: Uh, the warm up segment also thanks to Room. We'll preview tonight's clash where we think each side will win it or lose it. And Chris Nelson from Racing Queensland, of course. Racing Queensland this weekend, this Saturday, the Stradbroke, which is the biggest day on the Racing Queensland calendar, that and also the Magic Millions. So plenty to get get into tonight uh, before we get to the pregame for SEM League. Now, Australia had a great start to the World Test Championship versus India at the Oval, finishing day one at three for 327. Rat, I don't know how much you caught of this after we yeah, finished lot. the show last night. You've watched a fair bit. Now, yep. of course... Usman Khawaja, he went very early while we were on air last night, so they were one for two Australia. Mm. And Warner fell seven runs short of his half century. You were talking off air. I was impressed, actually, with the way he played last night. He looked confident.
4: I I couldn't believe the amount of movement off the seam on that pitch and and the swing that they were getting with the ball and um, just the way he danced around it and the way he handled some of those real tough deliveries. Um, Then he started to play his strokes. And, you know, I I feel like... (coughs) He played great. He played some great strokes. And then the shot that he got out from, he sort of got like a little tied up and he couldn't really release his arms because it was, it's the sort of ball that you'd expect Dave, David Warner just to crack down, you know, backward a square there and, you know, four runs every day of the week. But he, And you could see when he hit it, he, the, the look on his face was like, oh, why didn't I just open up on yeah. that, you know? And um, it, it, it wasn't, a, it, in, in my opinion, it wasn't a loose shot. It was just, you know, one of those unlucky dismissals. But, you know, I mean, if they keep going the way they're going, and Australia don't bat again. Hmm. Has he done enough?
2: I, I think he has, because I, I think the one they'll look at the score, obviously, don't know what you think out there. Listen to 0457 seven, Get involved any time with the show, but I liked his patience and composure. There was a lot of mm. balls that strayed outside off stump, that over the last sort of 12 months, Dave Warner would have slapped at those. Mm. Technique out the window, and he would have got out with a lot of those deliveries, but he just, he let them go through to the keeper, and he, he was very patient and composed, and I think that's what the, the selection panel will be looking at how composed and and not giving away his wicket. How,
4: how? I mean, how often has David Warner batted for his life? Like never, really. No, not really. Well, and the last uh, 12 months, uh, probably. Well, yeah, probably not. Uh, I mean, probably that 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 200 he scored. He probably needed. He, he knew he needed a yep. big score, and and this game, he's going out there and he's, and he's batting for his Test future now. And um, yeah, you know, it might just ignite that spark. You know, when they say you know when a player's off contract, they sort of seem to have that really good year. <laughs> He's announced his retirement <laughs> He's next year. You know, he and he wants to play up to then. Obviously, yep. um, he'd love to be a regular fixture in the side um, right up until that Pac- until the Pakistanis come out here. Is it? They yeah, come it is next year. Um, yeah, look, I, I, I was really impressed with him. I, I was, I was, I was really up. Like, I was disappointed for him that he got out when he got out because I was thinking, gee, it'd be great to see him notch up a ton here and. Um, you know, set Australia off to a, a great start. Given, you know, the the way that um, Australia had collapsed against India on the subcontinent earlier in the year, um, that tail end was just awful. Or, well, not literally the tail, like the last five or six batsmen. Yeah. And I thought, gee, you know, we're three for here, and if we get an if, if we lose another wicket after um, Labashane got out, I, I just thought, oh wow, this, this this could be all over by you know by lunch. Well,
2: three for seventy
4: six, yeah, and then.
2: Of course, Steve Smith came in, started to steady the ship a little bit, and then Travis Head. And Smith, at the moment, is just short of his century. 31st yep. century. Yep. Yep. And 146. So he's 95, Smith unbeaten. Travis Head, at the moment, is 146, not out. And Off about
4: 140 balls. I know,
2: amazing. And has always played that. Mm. He's really playing baseball. He is, Australian yeah. Look, look out, England. Yeah. Look out, England. This is the way that he got his century.
3: Chami into head again, who pulls away, this time does get it past that
2: fielder at short mid wicket. Runs through for the single and brings up his sixth test century. It's been a fabulous knock here in trying conditions early on, but 100 from just 106 balls, 14 fours and a six. And he gets a hug and a punch of the gloves from Steve Smith down the other end. Kisses the Australia badge on
4: his helmet and raises his back
2: first to his dressing room. And then all around the ground. Fans
4: first test century outside Australia. I oh, know. What about this?
2: So he's been dropped on three different, in three different continents by different selection panels. He continues to, I suppose... Embarrass a lot of those selectors that don't think that he plays a role in their in their batting lineup, or he can't suit certain continents. And what are, this is for a stat? And this may be a crap stat, Daddy Vass. You're on the buttons tonight. <laughs> is that uh, Australia have never lost a Test match when he's in the side? Crap stat. That's not
4: a crap stat. That's, <laughs> that's a great that's a, stat. That's a great, that's a great stat. I, I'll, I'll tell you, like. You know what frustrates the life out of me in professional sport and selection panels, and you know because you, you can not pick someone or pick someone, mm-hmm. and you can justify. It. You can you can always come up with a reason to justify it. Yep, and and particularly in cricket, I in cricket it happens more than than ever. Like maybe it's a rotation policy or you know whatever they're doing. I, I just seem to find in cricket. They'll drop someone like Travis Head for the first test against India. It's like he's been our best batsman. Yeah. Like, why are you dropping him? And then they come up with all these stats. Oh, we're and not sure he's an opener or six
2: or. And it's yeah. just
4: like, he's the best batsman. Yeah. Leave him in your side. Like, l- let him work it out. Like, he's good at that. That's, he's the best. Leave him there. And. It just frustrates a life. out I mean, it's just like selectors or people on a selection panel trying to come across all intelligent, like they know more, or they, you know, they're the doyen of, of of selections. <laughs> well, and, you can't you, know. o- you
2: can't overthink.
4: Sport. Absolutely, a lot you of people can can overthink sport. Yeah, it's, it's like it's not a hard. I mean, cricket. You now hit the ball. You now run. <laughs> like it's if you're hitting the ball well. You know, look, I understand there are different surfaces. If you're hitting the ball well, what what what. what why does it matter where you, where the ball, like what country you're in? Yeah,
2: mm. you know, I know, just I
4: know. Drives me insane.
2: I know. Day two, SEN's coverage of the World Test Championship final resumes tonight. I've got to remember, this is the final. This has been a culmination of a hard two years. I didn't realise that this has been going for two years, where you, you all get to this, uh, this, this end date, and it resumes tonight from seven p.m. that's Australian Eastern Standard Time on SEN app, SEN fanatic, and with networks joining the coverage of this World Test Championship at the conclusion of AFL Nation and SEN League, wherever you're listening. Now, let's get some NRL news before we get to a break, and Kieran Foran joining us. Now, I'm not sure whether you, you saw this today, Rad. I know you've been out on the golf course, but mm. <coughs> Parramatta players, they've been accused of childish antics at training. And I've got to say, there's been... Let's listen to some of the responses from some of the players around the Dylan, the Dylan Brown allegations and the situation that he finds himself in. And I've got to say, I'm a little bit disappointed with the Parramatta management allowing the players to actually talk about it and make comment about it. So before we before we talk about it further, this is Clint Gutherson and Sean Lane uh, answering questions from media about Dylan Brown. Everyone makes some mistakes sometimes. He knows what he's done wrong. He probably regrets it, but um, something you've got to move, live from, learn from and, and move on. Now, I, I, why didn't Parramatta's management lock down their players now there's there's going to be some people out there saying no they're fully grown men they're mature they should be able to answer questions of that nature but this is a sensitive matter this is like what they call crisis management and then if you're not skilled in crisis management and and players aren't you should not be throwing your players out in front of the media to make comment about something so sensitive it's quite simply it's a matter before the courts and i think it's best that we don't answer as players but that answer Oh, that answer concerns me. Ta- ta-
4: ta- yeah, well, I mean, we talked about this last night, Sats, and we said, look, it's not, it's not the, it's not the the NRL's role to be judge, jury and executioner. There's a court, there's a legal um, procedure that yep. that will do that. Um, the case uh, doesn't fill the mandate of the 11 year sentence and the, and the mandatory stand down policy. You know, we have players on on charges on on where where, the, where we've got them playing in the game. Um, and, like I, and I supported Dylan Walker in, in the ability to be able to play. The Parramatta team's going to suffer. The fans are going to suffer. Um, and if he's done the wrong thing, and it's proven to it that he's done the wrong thing, then throw the book at him. Absolutely. I'm not condoning any sorts of, I agree. of, of poor behaviour. But that is the most... I haven't heard that. That is the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard a player say about one of their teammates, about a matter that is in, in front of the court that... Uh, There's been nothing proven. There's been, there's allegations. There's charges that are before the court. And a player comes out and says that. Yeah. Like, who is running that media department there at Parramatta? Yeah, exactly.
2: And it's one of those situations where I think players would would be thinking about later on and going, I wish I had that moment back again. Now, let's get to the second little bit of audio. only goes very quickly. But while being interviewed, Sean Lane, this is some of the Parramatta players in the background. How's he been around now, making dog and cat noises during an interview with the media. Now, we don't know whether they were aimed at the media for being dogs or cats or whatever it may be or whether they're having a go at Sean Lane. But again, you, you don't want to continue to pile pressure on your club and your playing group by involving yourself in such immature
4: antics. I, I can't even... I did, I, yeah, I don't even know what to say about that. That's so just absolutely ludicrous. Like what, are, what are these guys thinking? Like, Your club is under the pump, yep. both on the field and now off the field. And you're going to continue to carry on ch- like with childish behaviour. Like, how old are these guys? Mm. Like, it's it's absolutely ludicrous. Yep. I, yep. If, I'd be throwing. I'd, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'd, I'd be having serious words to that group of guys who were doing that. If I was the club, that I'd be there'd be some sort of repercussions that had come from behaviour like that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We're going to get to your text line. And your text message is very soon. 0457 736 736. Got a few there. Keith Rocco and Chan have sent one through. They're always very humorous. So we'll get to those very soon. But coming up after the break, Titans 5'8, modern day legend
3: 5'8, Kieran Forum will join us. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym, trained for the sport you play, and Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Fires it out, and for it, here they go again! Oh, the top bugger! The top bugger has scored again!
2: Welcome back to the show. Yeah, that man there, he doesn't need an introduction, but we always love to play some audio from the career, and he's still playing, and still playing well when he was on the field for the Gold Coast Titans. 272 NRL games, 27 tests for his country, and he was the big signing for the Gold Coast Titans in the off-season. Kieran Foran joins us in the commentary box here. How are you?
0: Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, you're great. We're going to have a go at
2: Daddy (laughs) Vass on the other end. He's in the studio. as this soon one, as you he he heard Kieran four, and he said, oh, "Are you there, for Foz? Yeah, you've Foz. never met you before." And he's, he's already given you a nickname. It's
4: yeah, nice. nice. How are
2: you going? Um, well, thanks, mate. Yeah. So how's the uh, how's the foot?
0: <laughs> it's, uh, it's foot toe. It's well, the, tell us what it is. Yeah. How, can you explain it to well, our listeners? It's called a plantar plate. Right. Um, I don't know much about it, but it, <laughs> it's evidently a thick ligament under my um second toe. So, um, yeah, extremely painful. Yeah. Uh, I played on for about a month with it, just putting local. Basically, in my foot, just yep. to numb numb the foot completely. So yeah, right. it's a good needle into the toe. Yeah, of the yeah. Foot, oh, it, horrible, the game? Yeah, it's right. horrible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I played on with it, and then uh, we decided it certainly needed a rest. So we we used this month because we had to buy either side of the month, and only two games in between to try and try and let it scar. Yeah, right.
2: yep. So 300 games. That's including test matches. Okay, how many needles do you think you've taken in your career? Oh, <laughs> mate. Now, we don't want to glorify it, but, I mean, it's just, you know, you play through a, a period where
0: you had to get yeah. on the field with it. So would it be would it be more than 50? Um, probably, yeah, definitely. I'd say so, yeah. I mean, as a young bloke coming into that manly side, um, you know, I've witnessed blokes like, you know, what Mao and Jason King, these tough, you know, old-school blokes that you guys would have played against, you know, Um put their body through hell just to get out on the field for 80 minutes and yeah. um, it's probably stuck with me right through my career, you know, just what you have to be prepared to do to get out there and put your body on on the line for your teammates and um, yeah, they were great lessons for me
4: and I guess it's no different for me now being an older bloke in, in the side. Yeah, mate, well, not being in the side, how, how do you watch your game? Do you sit down with the boys or are you going to sit in the coach's box and, and look at it from the coach's perspective so you can help the boys and um, What angle do you sort of look at the game from?
0: Yeah, last week I I sat in the coach's box and um, actually enjoyed that, you know, just watching it um, from up here and and getting a different look. You can see a lot more and um, sort of giving my, I guess, my view here and there um, throughout the match. So uh, I'll probably look to do that again tonight. Um, The boys have had a short week but a really productive week and uh, they're right up for this one.
2: Do you have, do you harbour any ambition to be a coach? Do you, do you have you later on in your career do you sit back and look at it maybe from a coach's perspective and and post-career whenever that comes around do you harbor the ambition
0: yeah i do mate um i'd be lying if i said i didn't i think it's a natural sort of progression as you get older in your career i've found myself starting to really mentor the young guys coming through and actually want to help grow their game um, and pass on i guess all the experience that i have learned over over my career so i sort of feel that 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 will transfer into you know wanting to coach at some point um, down the future and um, yeah I enjoy it mate I, I love rugby league you know I'm a footy head uh, it's all I've ever done my whole life and um, I'm very passionate about it.
2: Now his dad won a M at full well no halfback half back at Cronulla then won a comp two years later in at the in the five eighth position Preston Campbell and Jaden what loves playing fullback he loves just to being like a David Peach he just roam around the field. But I know for a fact he's always harboured the ambition, also, to play five-eighth sometimes during his career. Do you see those traits in his game?
0: For sure. Yeah, I've got to say I think Jaden's um, well and truly capable of becoming a number six. Um, I think he's he's really keen on doing that. You know, like you said, he's a, he's a natural fullback, but I also think he's a natural six. Uh, he hasn't spent as much time at six, but. Over the course of the pre-season, he jumped in and out with me. Um, he's done a, a lot more in the last couple of months since I've been injured and haven't really been able to train. So he's getting the reps in. I think the more times he's there in that position, at training and in games, he's just going to grow. Yeah, well,
4: he's got, certainly got a great mentor and you there, mate, to help him over the next couple of years. Um, mate, talk to me about the second-half capitulations at the time. Is it something... I mean, obviously, you've got to address it, but it's sort of one of those things that you think... Can we put our finger on it? Like, can you put your finger on what it is? Is it the mental side of the game? Because surely you're a fit enough side, right? It's, it's not a fitness thing. No, it's not.
0: It's not, Matty. It's not a fitness thing. Uh, and to be honest, you can't. We can't put our finger on it because it's something different each week. Right. You know, you saw against the Bulldogs, we came out in the after half time. We didn't catch the high balls, and that led to tries. Uh, other games, it's it's been the edge defence. Other times, it's been you know tries through the middle. Um, you know we've we've played around with a few things yep. you know we've tried to alter what we're doing at half time what we're saying um, you know do we really need the break you know do we need to just keep moving and or or is it the opposite do we need to calm down and and, and take a breath but yeah, look, I, I can't put my finger on it personally. Um, I know we're, we're trying desperately hard to work it out. You know, we, we understand how frustrating it must be for our fans and, and, and our club. Yep. Um, but no one's trying harder than us to sort it out. Yep. We, we know it's there. Um, and all I can say is I'm sure what's happening at the moment is the try's been scored after halftime. And the mental demons are just kicking in. Yeah. And we've we've got to stop that slide somehow.
4: Yeah, well, I guess sometimes the harder you, you try something or you think about something, the worse it sort of self-perpetuates. That, For sure. That, that thing. So um, maybe it's just time to just forget about it. Because you can score points, right? You you guys must be happy with the attack that you guys are putting on. There's certainly plenty of points in the team. We are, mate. We're extremely happy with the way we're
0: attacking. You know, it can always get better. But uh, in saying that, you know, we're scoring... You know, close to 24 points a game, mm. which is enough points to to win your game of footy. Um, at the same time, we want to be better defen- defensively. We know we're not anywhere near where we need to be, and, and that's the area that, that we have to get on top of. Yeah,
2: You've been a leader. You've played on some really good leaders as well and had great coaches that are leaders. Tino's only still young. Well, he's still only 23 years of age, and to be given the captaincy is, is a big role. Um, he's probably the most obvious person when it came to the, the representative games that he plays. It still doesn't mean you're, you're a natural captain, but can you see some really good signs from him being a, a future captain?
0: For sure, mate. He's, he's doing a tremendous job at, at being captain of this club, and I've noticed that since I've come here. Um, as you said, he is a young guy, and he's still learning along the way and, and, and probably still working out himself what sort of leader he wants to be. But, but for a guy like him, it's just so important he leads with his actions, and that's what he does each and every day. Each and every game. Uh he's, you know, generally one of our top three performers and that's what you want from your leaders and um, you know, he's growing into that that more, I guess, um, talking role as time goes on. Crap haircut. Yeah. His haircut. i like it? Crap haircut. it's different.
4: You and your grey hair. These and and young blokes these days, <laughs> they know? love it. You can't. Yeah. You, you can't keep up with them. Mate, you get with the younger generation. You <laughs> start hanging out with some younger people. Mate, David Fifita he's yep. having his best season in many he's years. Good a lot, origin wasn't he? A, a lot of it's been attributed to to having you there and just sort of calming him down and just sort of you know getting him good ball and putting him in the right positions. How's his energy been around training? How's his and um, like his confidence going into games? Is, is it? is it um is it upbeat because i i know from when i've met him over the last couple of years he's sort of a bit of a quiet guy he's he's not really sort of that real boisterous type fella is he
0: no you're right mate he is a pretty reserved guy um Mm. he doesn't have a you know hell of a lot to say but yeah he's been he's been really confident going into games and i think that's on the back of how hard he worked throughout the preseason. yep got himself in, in great physical nick and then Yeah, he's he's sort of gone from strength to strength from the start of the season. I think he's been playing tremendous footy. Mm. And, um, you know, all I've tried to do is give him the ball the way that he likes it. You know, he's a guy that likes it a particular way. Um, He knows when and where he's most dangerous on a footy field. And um, you just try and, I guess, complement that as best you can when you're playing alongside him. So
2: when you're back, you got the bye next week, you following week?
0: Yep, yep, bye next week, then Broncos. Big
4: one, the local derby. Suncorp? Yeah, Suncorp. Yeah,
0: Yeah,
2: The week off's good, isn't it?
0: Oh,
4: especially, that, when, well, especially, especially when, you're when you're over 40. <laughs> when you're 40. Yeah, I know.
0: But we've had three buys, and they've all been reasonably close together. <laughs> is so this your third buy already. Third buy next week in 15 rounds. Wow. So that'll be it. So then we got 11 uh, 11 straight. Mm. So I oh, well, you can uh, look at it two
4: ways. You, yeah, we're getting a good spell in. The and South haven't had one. Good no. good run into the final So if you can sort of get the, get you know, I mean, the potential in this team, and I, and I think that's probably what frustrates a few fans is, and and you know, I'm a fan, you know, I want to see you guys playing and winning and, and you know, pushing towards the finals is, you know, you've got this 11 weeks and, and you've got that back-to-back games to, to sort of tweak some things and get it right. For sure,
0: Maddie. Like, um, you know, this is an extremely talented squad mm-hmm. and, and I've got to say that, you know, I've, I've played in, in some really, you know, quality sides, but this is right up there and, and that's, like you said, that's been the frustrating thing as of late, you mm-hmm. know, uh, if we win those games that we've gone into time leading, we're sitting up the top of the ladder. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, when you look back on it, you go, geez, it, there's not much in it, you know, yeah. between us walking off the field winners or, or going into the sheds, you know, after losing the game. So, yeah, look, I, I, I believe in this team. I, I, I believe in, in the direction that we're heading and um, we've just got to stick at it, mate. I'm sure it'll turn in the coming, you know, hopefully tonight and, and then into the coming weeks. Now, yeah.
2: one of our colleagues at Work's, for Sen, who you've won a comp with, Matty Ballon, he looks at me as if he doesn't have one skeleton in his closet. He seems to be like the cleanest living yeah, man. He plays that card. Is he? Yeah, yeah he plays
0: that card. Uh, Damn, he bluffs everywhere. Well, get get the dirt a, off air. Mate. <laughs> He's he's not a nice bloke. He, he, <laughs> he plays the card. I'm just a nice guy. Matty Bell and fitness. I oh, eat healthy, mate. Uh, yeah, yeah. Underneath, my... it's like Lockie. Lockie's like that, isn't yeah. it? There's Darren.
2: There's Darrell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matty's exactly. into everyone. No, yeah.
0: no, I'm having you on. He is. He's genuinely uh, one of the nicest blokes I've met in rugby league. Yeah, good he's, uh, he's a he's a quality individual and a quality teammate and. Um, Someone I certainly looked up to throughout my career. Yeah, he's a good man, a good win. And you're a good
2: guy as well. uh, Good luck with the comeback game, two weeks. And you're always giving with your time when we we ask you to come on. Thanks for joining
3: us. Cheers, guys. Let's get to a
2: break. Stats and rap.
3: We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym, Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day.
2: Yeah, welcome back to the show. Flexing up at World Gym.
3: That's
4: you, Rat. Oh, You haven't been in a gym for a while, have you? Since you years. retired, And I've sworn never to go back. No, we're, we're going to drag you back. I'm going World back. Yeah, oh, gonna... oh, World Gym. Yeah, I'll go to World Gym.
2: Yeah, we've got some memberships. So we're going to drag you back. Uh, warm-up segment, thanks to Reem. Reem, manufacturing in Australia for over 80 years. I've got to say, listeners, also, Woogie is not here. He's usually here on a Thursday night, but um, he's attracted a virus called uh, Acromus buffetitis. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, it's... It's,
2: uh, it's, when, <laughs> it's when you inhibit uh, buffets in various locations, I'm led to believe. Mm.
4: He's going to Bali next week. Oh, mate, could you imagine? It, it'll be the biggest case of barley belly you've ever oh. seen in your life. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: on the text line zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. before we get to our warm-up segment for ream uh, phil and Mudgy says guys i'm going titans tonight by 18 you know, I, don't, cool. I don't know what to make about this game tonight
4: well i've gone the titans based on wh- what i expect what i expected of them for the year i'm, I'm, I'm liking this spine combination that they've got tonight they've got uh, Veryl's back yep they have got uh, Boyd and and Campbell in the half and five eight position and, which is, and and Brimson back which is Paul very
2: experienced for making key positions uh, key key decisions isn't it
4: Boyd I think Boyd's oh, handled himself well. Right. yeah he's a good little player yeah yeah I think I, and and Jaden Campbell he, he's a he's a he's a jack in the box yeah. isn't he he could do anything and then AJ Brimson they'll have him back it's a it's a huge in
2: now Rabo tomorrow on the back of on the back of Kieran Foran saying that this is their third buy already in sixteen rounds. Robert third Burrow. buy. What a joke. Which idiot approved <laughs> this draw. <laughs> it is a little bit weird when Souths haven't had one. Their first buy is in oh. round seventeen.
4: No they, it isn't.
2: They haven't had a buy yet. Stop I'm sure it. they haven't had a buy. Can They've had they look, a buy.
4: They have had a buy they
2: have had looking I think they have had a buy actually. Yeah, actually and and <laughs> Mate, also I yes. know oh, I'm throwing Sorry out,
4: listeners. I'm throwing it's like someone like how how is Travis head Bondi Jack,
2: <laughs> how has Travis Head never lost a test when India beat them in the second test in India? Did did he yeah, play? By? Good fact checking.
4: Yeah, he, did, he got dropped in the first someone. test.
2: Who's the person I read it off on Twitter? Oh, first <laughs> buys
4: next week, boys.
2: South's first buy next yeah. week. All right,
4: okay. So he got a stat right. So, (laughs) what's that, Fonzie? Sorry. (laughs) Sorry.
2: Yeah, anyway. Mm. Now, the Tigers, they're coming off that close loss to the Raiders last week. Now, the NRL have come out during the week, Graham Mansley, and said the second try to Jamal Fogarty, grubber through. No try. No try. Luke Brooks was pushed out of the way. Should have been a no try to Fogarty, a penalty to the West Tigers. So, (laughs) again, to rue the opportunity to to get another win there, the Tigers. They do
4: get the most apologies, though.
2: They do. They do. <laughs> like, Ed, I'm
4: sure all the West Tigers fans. You should be able to get half they, a point. They for love an Graham, apology. honestly. It's, he's a nice bloke. Yeah. He's always saying sorry to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How about it, you get it right? Yeah. How about that? <laughs> 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 We've got technology,
2: guys. I don't know where. you're Correct me if I'm right. Yeah, there you go. AJ Brimson's 100th NRL game tonight. He's back after a hamstring injury. I was talking to one of the Titans staff on the way in. I said, as AJ, it's a confidence injury, of course, the hamstring. And you'd know that, Rat. Being a... A player that relies on their speed and change of direction, you're a little bit apprehensive at first, and the best thing you do is stretch out and see whether it gets through it. But the Titans staff member was telling me he's probably right. Last week, they just let him go. I've never had
4: it. a hamstring injury really in my life. Did you? Not, you hated stretching too, did yeah, you? Yeah, and, I, yeah. and I'm not, not flexible. Most of the real flexible people that I played with, they always had soft tissue muscle strains. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know. I just, I just never had one. Um, Mate, you you know what I'm excited about tonight? What are you excited? Mouth-watering about? matchup yep. between AJ Brimson for, and J- for Ream. Ream. Yep. For, uh and Jareem Buller.
2: Yeah, yeah, yes. yes,
4: mate. That young Buller, he's a Gold Coast kid. He's
2: a go- He went to he went to Kibra. P- Kibra. No, PBC, PBC, yeah, yeah PBC. PBC. PBC boy.
4: I, I'm just excited to see, you know, those two. You know, um, I, mean, I mean, he scored his first try a couple of weeks ago, and I, I feel like uh, Jareem Buller is is finding his feet now in the top grade. I mean, he's still a He's a rookie, you know, he's only played a handful of matches, but I feel like he's finding his place in this team and he's a big reason why um, they've started to win a few games and they're building a lot of confidence. And And then you've got A.J. Brimson playing his 100th match. Um, he'll want to come back and, and put his stamp on this team. You know, he's, he's made it be known that he wants that number one jersey to be his and, you know, coming out and putting on a great display tonight will go a long way to, I guess, you know, stamping that um You know, when you've got the likes of Jaden Campbell in the team, um, you know who is also a very handy fullback. um, Someone needs to really—they're not going to give it to him. He's got to take it.
2: Yeah, exactly. And what about David Fafito? He's—he's had to be omitted because he's had delayed concussions. So, it's going to be interesting whether those delayed concussions, those symptoms, have um, have now disappeared. Well, Foz
4: was saying that he's—he was—he said it was from Origin, not from last week's game.
2: Yep. So. And that, and again, because he didn't
4: get a hit in the in, nah. the in the Queens in the in the Titans game, he got a he got he a knock us. in the in the Queensland yeah. game in, yeah. the, in the state of Origin. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah,
2: because they picked the team on Monday, of course, the Queensland side. So I've got no doubt that Billy Slater will be checking up to see whether uh, he's still going to be okay to to play in Origin too. So that's going to be big news if he's unavailable. Uh, to our text line, Brad from Redhead, hey boys, need to give you a crack stat opposite of crap stat. <laughs> Up at Brankston in the Hunter Valley for my son's wedding tomorrow. Congratulations, Brad. uh, Scooey of new at the Federal Hotel, $4.50.
4: You are kidding
2: me. That's ridiculous. Had to check my high hadn't turned into the DeLorean. Had to share. What? That's $4.50.
4: Yeah, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus here, but I had a beer the other day. And when they asked me for my money, I said I only ordered one. (laughs) And they said, yeah, no, that's the price. I'm just (laughs) like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Um,
2: Okay, hi, guys. We have solved the New South Wales selection mystery to whom they should pick. They picked the Panthers in game one. All the talk now looks like they're going to pick South for game two and should go for Cronulla team in game three.
4: Cronulla will win it for them in game two. This will prove that they
2: should pick the best (laughs) and not just the combinations. Mr. Fittler should listen to Chan's mum. Chan's mother always said that in the restaurant, the sweet and sour (laughs) chalk was always more popular and did the job rather than combination (laughs) <laughs> Rocco, Keith, and Chan. I always start out really serious and you think, I've got a really deep Do some text reading, here. The, like proofread that stuff, Sats. <laughs> that's not our job. That's Daddy Bass's <laughs> job. That's Daddy yeah. Bass's job. Now, hot water needs replacing. Go steady, hot, and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. Half time between Keebra Park and Marsden High in the NRL Schoolboys Cup. Six all with 28 minutes remaining in the second half to just come back into the second half. And that's your ream. That's your Ream report on tonight's game. This is Sats and Rap for Sports Day. After the break, we'll have Chris Nelson for Racing Queensland.
3: We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play and Kia. Official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Queensland is your place to race this year. Yeah, it's uh, Chris Nelson
2: who joins us each and every week to get his tips for this weekend. And he is excited this weekend, especially because it is one of the premier events for Queensland Racing, Chris Nelson. And don't forget, what are you really gambling with? The Stradbroke, it's finally here.
1: That's, I am pumped. It's the grand final for us uh, Queenslanders. It's the Stradbroke Handicap, Group 1 Stradbroke, the Group 1 JJ Atkins. We've got a heap of other group races, the Q22, the Brisbane Cup, the Dane Ripper and the Gunsin for the three-year-olds and we've got three listed races as well. So, all races on Saturday are stakes races or black tight races, so we're looking forward to those.
2: What can we expect? I mean, outside of that, is there some, some horses that are flying under the radar on Saturday that uh, we may hear a little bit more about with weeks and years to come?
1: Well, I reckon there is one. He's not flying under the radar, this horse, Sats, but in race six, the Q22, number three, without a fight. Now, he is an import. He's had two starts in Australia. His first start in Australia, he went around in the Melbourne Cup last year and was beaten 20 lengths. It's a tough race, the Melbourne Cup, so we're happy to forgive that. He had a break, and then he returned uh, at Eagle Farm two weeks ago, and he was super impressive. He was out the back, even in the straight. He was out the back of the field, against the fence, and then just all of a sudden took off at about the 250-metre mark, reeled in the leader and just shot away. He showed a really good turn of foot. He's in this Q22 on Saturday. It's a tougher race. I think he'll measure up. And I think he's one we can follow in the spring. So he'll need to win this if he's going to measure up to better races in the spring down south. So I think he's one worth watching and I think he'll win. And I'm going to make him the best bet, race six, number three.
2: Yeah, nice. Nice. I like it. Now, before we get to your tips over the weekend, where else? Where else are we racing? Over the weekend. We
1: are racing. We are racing at Aquas Park on the poly track at the Gold Coast on Saturday. We're racing at Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone, and we're racing at Townsville up uh, in the north, and we race at the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. A couple of uh, country tracks uh, with uh, cup meetings, non-tab meetings, and they are Gainedar uh, and Injune. So cup meetings there. Also meetings at Bar and Richmond and Bar as well. If you're in any of those areas, they're not tab meetings, but there'll be great days out.
2: Yeah, the Gainedale. I'm really interested about, about the Gainedale one. Like I said to you before, I've been there, and it's yep. it's the Citrus Capital, and it's up around Mundubra. There's mm, Gainedale. It's not helping me, Sats. Yeah, then Mundubra is just after Gainedale, I think it is, but it's a beautiful part of the world, beautiful part of Queensland. Now, yep. let's get your tips over the weekend.
1: All right, track good, weather fine, perfect, uh, low 20s to mid-20s, sunshine, nothing but. So it'd be a great day. Now, I've got a couple of roughies here, and mm-hmm. I've got a, uh, I've got a one in the Stradbroke. Well, I've got two here, and you'll like these. Race 8, number 9's not a roughie, and that's think about it in the Stradbroke. I think he will be too good for them. He's won 8 of 9. I think he really should have been unbeaten. Look back at his defeat. He was very unlucky. So you could have had a horse going into the Stradbroke here unbeaten. I think he'll be winning, race eight, number nine. Now, the two roughies, race four, the Brisbane Cup, number 12, Yafet, is around $20 plus. Mm. Uh, he is just busting. Two miles is going to be absolutely perfect for him. He's only run at 2400 and 2500 That's the furthest he's been, and each time he's only been warming up late. So he'll be hitting the line strongly. So race four, number 12, each way, Yafet. And the JJ Atkins is a very, very open race, and for that reason, I'm going with one at value again, around the $20 mark. Number nine in race seven, that's Californian, comes out of the size produce a couple of weeks ago, made good ground, and another one that will be suited stepping up to a longer distance, 1,600 metres. So we'll back both of those two each way, and the two better things are race six, number three, and race uh, race eight, number nine. Nice.
2: Nice. I love it. Now, uh, this weekend, weather is looking perfect, uh, as it has been over the last few weeks. Expecting a massive crowd, I would be thinking, Chris-O.
1: Oh, yeah, it's always uh, the biggest day of the year. That's uh, Stradbroke Day in Queensland, and that's when the crowd does come out. And when you can go to the races, you don't have to worry about taking an umbrella or getting wet or getting blown all around the place. And the weather's perfect. Well, that uh, that appeals to a lot more people, probably more, more so the ladies. They can get out there and don't have to worry about all that stuff. Won't get the hat blown off their head. <laughs> so, uh, no, they'll have a good day. It'll be a fantastic day. The crowd will be uh, having a terrific time. And I think there'll be plenty of entertainment going on after the last two. Episodes.
2: And, Chris, so what fascinator are you going with on Saturday?
1: Uh, <laughs> Jeez, uh, I don't think my head's big enough to even get a yeah. fascinator on, Sats. Yeah, it's pretty small, so yeah. they have to, yeah, they'll have to get a, a baby size one for me, I think. Yeah, <laughs> Queensland
2: is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Chris Nelson, good luck on the weekend.
1: Thanks, Sats. Have a great weekend.
2: What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. He's such a good guy. Now, can I, I, can I just... Can I reckon I,
4: Nelson's going to go with the eyes wide shut mask, you know, the, with on the little stick, the little mask. You, you think know, so? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. his go. That's his like go. The masquerade <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can I tell
2: you, I, I just got a text from Brent Tate, our good friend. Yeah. He's he up in Townsville. And this is a sort of random text he sends. It's not... There's no motivation behind it. He, he just texts me just randomly. Just out of the blue? Just out of the blue. He does this all the time. He says, I just wanted to say I love you, mate. But if we got into a fight, I'd beat you to a pulp. That's just a (laughs) random text message from from Brent Tate. He's such a weirdo. I
4: reckon he'd have you. Now, Bondi
2: Jack, (laughs) I've got to apologise. I am wrong. Mm. Have you heard that, listeners? Travis Head played in the pain line, test shame, loss at Headington Leeds. Now, I just read my notes. Australia has not won a test without him since his debut. Yeah. Travis Head. So
4: every single test Australia has won, they've had Travis Head in the side.
2: Yeah. So you were right, Bondi Jack. Yes, I, he's lost some
4: tests. Yes. But they have the one without him. Exactly. Mm.
2: Exactly. Let's yeah. get to the text line, 0457 736 736. And earlier on, we played some some audio around Parramatta, some of the Parramatta players answering questions about the situation Dylan Brown are in. Also, some miniature behaviour. And on the text line, hi, guys, great show. Uh, it was Glenn and Co at Parramatta Training yesterday. No, it wasn't Glenn. Um, worm and Rat. I'm looking forward to hearing from Stephanie from Dubbo. No, that's not about it as well. Steve actually says that's inexcusable behaviour. They should focus on the field. And yeah, you're
4: right. I, I'm I'm a little I'm, I'm a little perplexed by uh, like Gutho saying what he said. I'm a, I'm a big Gutho fan, and I don't think he like like you said, Sats, I don't think he should have been put in that situation. Mm. Like just no media day. You know, or get get the coach to speak to the media, or you know get the CEO to speak to the media, let the players just focus on playing footy. Um, Yeah. You'll probably regret, I'm sure looking back at that, he'll regret saying what he said. Like there is, yeah, it was just out of character, in my opinion, of of him. But the the immature behaviour was just ridiculous.
2: Neville on the text line. Boys, unfortunately this latest immature behaviour by Parramatta players during that interview is not that surprising. They are their own worst enemy. And, yeah some teams
4: uh, well I, I mean a little bit like that I haven't seen i mean I'm, I'm correct me if I'm right but i mean have Parramatta been known as an immature poorly well it's fair to say they sometimes they they make immature decisions on the field mm.
2: yeah but pressure.
4: i mean i I don't look at Parramatta under under Brad Arthur as a team that you you know full of rat bags that are you know Carry on like pork chops. Yeah. You know. They're not that sort of a club. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, a little, little surprising.
2: Sporty Gav, high and rat, got the latest edition of Rugby League Review magazine. Surprising to see former East Manly North Winger Kerry bosa was playing on the wing for Australian kangaroo side. Bowie must have been around 17. He went away on tour with your dad in 1978. He, he, he got picked from the country.
4: Mate, he was from a guy. He was like a little jackrabbit, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, he's
2: a great
0: player. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. What a
2: great player. Uh, thank you, Steve, for your kind words. Our Gold Coast listeners on 1620, you'll now be able to hear all the build-up to the kickoff between the Titans and the Tigers on SEN League. Get us on the app also, and if you want to hear day two of the World Test Championship, you can on SEN app, SEN Fanatic, uh, with networks joining the coverage at the conclusion of the AFL main round tonight and also SEN League. Thank you very much, Kieran Foran. Thank you, much for, thank you very much for listening tonight. This is Satra for Sports Day. Have a great Thursday night and a great weekend.
3: We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym.